we ask that you as a board member feel that you are able to keep the commitment to attend the board meetings and to attend committee meetings so that we get the benefit of your input and your experience in the work that we do. This is the Board of Directors Coaching Podcast by Get In Motion Entrepreneurs. Here you will find experts, coaches, and influencers in the nonprofit world. They will share their experiences and memories to help you fulfill your organization's mission. Let's raise our standards to ensure we make our communities better, one board meeting at a time. Now is the best time to embrace your organization's mission. Let's get started. Welcome to today's episode in our board certificate training program. Today, we're going to talk about the individual responsibilities of board members for a nonprofit. I'm going to go over 10 points today that I'd like to share with you as board members that will make the board experience both more enjoyable and more valuable for you and for the organization. The first thing I like to begin with, point number one, is that it is important to attend all meetings of the board or of committees. We really need each person's input and participation. And so we ask that you as a board member feel that you are able to keep the commitment to attend the board meetings and to attend committee meetings and to fully participate in those meetings when you're there so that we get the benefit of your input and your experience in the work that we do. And to help with that, we really, point number two, is that you would be informed about the mission, the program, services, and policies of the nonprofit. So one of the things, again, as a board member, get to know your nonprofit so that you are able to speak with some level of uh, understanding of what the needs and opportunities are so that you can, again, contribute to your good ideas to what's going to make them a better nonprofit. Point number three is that it's really important if you get notes or minutes or if you get an agenda that you prepare for the meeting before you get there, whether we're talking about a board meeting or a committee meeting, so that you come into the room with, uh, you've, you've gone over the notes, you've, uh, you've written down some questions that you might want to answer, you've thought about some ideas that you might want to share, some suggestions that you might want to make. And so preparation really counts. And so again, when you're committing to be a board member, it's not just I'm going to show up for the board meeting, but I'm going to come to those meetings fully prepared so that I can really make a contribution. You wouldn't want a mechanic to work on your car. And the first time that they ever looked at it was was your car. You'd want them to have um, done some preparation, at least know how to change out the part, make sure the part's there. And so uh, it's important for you to come to your meetings the same way. The fourth thing is, is kind of connected to that. I, I mentioned it a couple of times, and that is that please be ready to serve on committees or task forces or take on special assignments as a board member. You know, the organization 
is better for the volunteer service you bring. And so it's important for you to go above and beyond just attending the meetings to being willing to participate on committees or task force and, and, and special projects that would help the organization over the top. Now, I'm not asking you to uh, get outside of your boundaries, but I am asking you to recognize that these organizations will be better for the time, energy, and effort you're able to invest in them. And so as, as board members, uh, be prepared to serve on at least one committee, maybe two if you have more time, but don't serve on two if you really only can do one. It's better to do one and be consistent than to do two and be inconsistent. And I really think it's not good to be on too many committees because then you you risk being burned out as a board member. And so normally what we ask is that people in our board would serve on one committee, um, maybe a second one, but no more than two, unless it's absolutely necessary. And even if that's necessary, only until such time as we can uh, get a few more people in the door. And, and, you know, it's better not to have a committee than have too many committees and burn out your people. Uh, the fifth point I'd like to bring out is that, you know, the other way you support your organization is by making a personal financial donation to the organization. Now, this, this may seem very uh, intuitive, but sometimes people feel like, well, I gave my time. I don't need to give my money. But two things are very important about it. Number one, uh, funders ask in many applications today, um, what is the uh, board doing? How much of your, how many people on your board actually financially support your organization? And the thinking of these foundations, and I worked at a foundation, so I've seen it from the inside is if you as a board member not willing to invest in an organization, why would they? And so your investment um, tells those foundations or uh, other donors that, listen, you believe this is a worth worthwhile and worthy cause. The other thing about uh, making a personal financial contribution is the, that, you know, the feeling that you get because, you know, you gave. You know, a lot of times when we ask people to give, you know, as board members, people say, well, I don't like begging for money. But how many of you remember how good it feels when you give somebody money? And if you remember how that feels, it's easier when you ask someone else for money to remind them of that feeling. That will make it much easier for you when you're looking for support um, outside of the organization. The, the next point, number six, is that it's really important, again, to inform others about the organization. You know, again, if, if you're in a certain network of people, let them know the work that your nonprofit does. If you uh, work in a certain industry, let your fellow, uh, you know, industry members know about the work that you do. You want to really talk about the organization because you never know who's going to hear the story. And so be prepared to tell a story about your organization, what it does, why that's valuable, who is helping, so that somebody else who might hear that story would be willing to support the organization or 
they might be aware of an opportunity that could help your organization. And so you want to be able to do that. Uh, the next point, point number seven, is that uh, while you're doing this, again, look for uh, potential board members. You know, suggest people who you think might be good to serve on the board. If you're afraid to approach them about it, then let someone else on the board know or let the executive director know so they can reach out to them. Because if you think it's a good person who can really help the organization, then, you know, we can help you to get them on board. But if we never know about them, then we, we don't know everybody. We can't connect to them. So we're asking you to keep an eye out for talent, to keep an eye out for people you think would really help the organization. And then number eight is make sure, you know, you're in a world that's changing quickly. So it's important for you as a board member, not just to come to the meetings, but come to the meetings prepared to talk about what's going on. So try to keep up with what's going on in that social sector where your nonprofit is working. Try to be up to date on developments that are going on that impact the fields. Today, we're having discussions about uh, true costs of programs and trying to get funders and donors to be willing to actually help organizations pay the full cost and not just, uh, you know, fund the program. We, we want to get away from that. Um, in addition to that, number nine, just remember to follow and, and and uh, observe all of the confidentiality policies when you're talking about the organizations. It's good to tell a story, but make sure that the names have been changed to protect the innocent. And also make sure that you're not trying to pick deals that might lead you into a place where you might have a conflict of interest. So again, you want to make sure that everything that you do uh, is beyond reproach. You want to make sure that every a recommendation that you make is of a high caliber nature. And so uh, make sure that you follow confidentiality and conflict of interest policies for your board. And if you have a question, that what I used to say is, if, if you have a question about it, then don't do it. You know, just if it's something where you say, I wonder if we can get away or do this, then probably uh, don't do it. But at the very least, if you think you want to talk to somebody about talk to your board chair, talk to the executive director, but err on the side of caution because we want to protect our nonprofit goodwill and reputation. And then the last individual responsibility I really want to talk to today is you want to set, assist the board in any way in carrying out its fiduciary responsibilities. So again, we want you much like uh, a basketball player to not just play your position, but to cover for the other people on your board. So if you need some help with financial uh, procedures and policies, and uh, there's someone else on the team who has a financial background, or if you have a, a background and someone else needs help, let's make sure we help one another to make sure that we make this the best experience possible. We want to help the nonprofit not just do the minimum, but we're willing to go above and beyond 
because we want to make this a success. These would be the important individual responsibilities for you as board members. Let me just go over those again with you. Attendance at meetings and committees, be informed on the mission, program, services, and policies. Third, preparation before board and committee meetings. Fourth, serve on committees or task forces and take special assignments. Fifth, make a personal financial contribution to the organization. Sixth, inform others about the organization. Seventh, suggest potential board members who you think will enhance the organization. Number eight, keep up to date on new developments in the organization's field. Number nine, follow conflict of interest and confidentiality policies. And finally, assist the board in carrying out its fiduciary responsibilities. These are the items that will help you to help your organization as a great board member. Thank you for listening to this episode. We sincerely hope this program helps you to advance in your organization's mission. Please send us a message with the topics you would like to listen to. And if you would like to become a guest of the podcast, please visit our website and fill out the form at gogetinmotion.com. Embrace your organization's mission. Embrace the board. Embrace our communities. This is the Board of Directors Coaching Podcast by Get In Motion Entrepreneurs.